right, enough of that, y'all. What's up? This is episode number 18 of the Scramble Life Podcast. And this is your boy G, and we got L Scratch on the other line. What's up, L? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so we in here for another week, man. And uh, I know we were supposed to record yesterday, but that ain't happened because, you know, we be doing shit sometime. We be doing shit sometime and be busy and fucking around and getting into all types of shit. Um, how was your week, man? Right. How was last week for week you? <laughs> last week was good. You know, this snow is melting. We still got snow on the ground here in the NYC. It's crazy, right. but it is melting away. I would say out of 100%, we got about 10% snow left. Right. Those right. are those big clusters where the plows just, you know, push all that snow up there, and it was just gigantic ice. But, you know, we had some warm days. When I say warm, I'm talking maybe 35 degrees, 40 degrees. Mm-hmm. But the next couple of days, it's going to be in the 60s. So it should be going by the end of the week, man. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, man, I hear you on that one. My week's been very busy because what I've been doing is I've been doing the purge part two. So I did part one in 2014, summer 2014. I got rid of a whole bunch of records and just just random shit, amps and old speaker cables and jackets and the the promo CDs, man. Oh, my God. I probably sent out or sent to the garbage can probably a thousand promo CDs. You know, and I could talk about that for days with the promo CDs and promo records. A lot of people don't know about this, but... When you deal with record companies because you're a writer or you're a DJ, like you're a local tastemaker in the clubs or, you know, something like that, or you're on the radio, you get promotional material from the record companies. So what the problem was, though, (laughs) the truck would show up up to your house every day, and then sometimes you get the stuff, you get duplicates and triple sets from other promoters. So you just accumulate thousands and thousands and thousands of CDs and records. I mean, over the last 25 years, I probably sat like 30 crates of shit at the corner for the garbage man just because, you know? Right. So yeah, I'm right, still right. I'm still getting rid of shit, so I had a bunch in the house. I had to get rid of them and bag them up and put them in storage. And then vinyl, I mean, it's, it is what it is right now. I got rid of half of that uh, probably about six years ago. And I still got the other okay. half left. So, yeah, that, that's been my week, man. The purge and just getting rid of random shit, too. Because, you know, as you know, when you work in entertainment. It builds up. It builds up. It builds and, up. And, and, and you, it builds up. When you work in entertainment, you got a legacy to manage, too, <laughs> from the past. Just like you do. You got to check into your accounts and see who using what and permissions for this and that. So, yes, it's a lot of shit. But I'm, I'm going on a tangent here with that one. But, uh, yeah, so that was my week for the most part, man, just getting rid of CDs and shit like that. Uh, in other news, though, we could talk about the city of Atlanta, Georgia, and the NBA All-Star Weekend. Right. <laughs> so the nutshell. I know there was a lot of violence in there. That, oh, you know, man. We're going to get into the violence <laughs> later on. But, uh, dude, mad people got their cars stolen. A lot of people got oh, carjacked and robbed going down there flossing. Niggers, 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 niggers. Niggers, but the most niggerous part of the whole weekend was this thing that came about uh, within the last probably 48 hours. So this girl, right? <laughs> let's see, she got stuck in Atlanta. So basically, 
she was there for All Star Weekend. This is a black girl. She's from, I guess, from New York City, and she got stuck in Atlanta. And what did she do? She created a GoFundMe account to help get her out of Atlanta. Now, some people are saying this situation was a, uh, a scam, basically. But yeah, she set up a fundraiser go for a GoFundMe. Uh, say stuck in Atlanta, NBA All Star right. Weekend. Now her her username was Yaz the Stallion, <laughs> Y A Z Z the Stallion. And uh, let's see, okay. that she went to Atlanta with four hundred dollars and became stranded when her unemployment check did not clear in time to go home. The original post was deleted, but only after it had generated one thousand six hundred four dollars. And then it oh, goes into wow. you know, a whole bunch of other shit. So she got the money up, and I guess she closed it eventually. But that's just, you know, some dumb nigger shit. I, and I hate to say that, but it, you got to think about it, man. You know? You're right. But, she, but see, she was, so she could have been scamming, or she could have been stuck down there for real. Who knows? But, right. Uh, yeah, that was that. And that was your ghetto news for the, the last 48 hours right there. So, yeah, let's see what else we got to talk about this week, this week, this week, man. What else is going on, man? What am I forgetting here? Do we even know before we go into the the rest of the stuff? We could talk about eating snow. Eating snow, you said? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we can talk about that. But before we do, yo, that that sounds like Eskimo talk. But, um, you know, it's crazy how we're talking about and I saw the, I saw a, a, a video of one of the sisters who actually stayed in a U-Haul van for nineteen ninety five, as opposed to getting a hotel or doing whatever. Listen, we, I, don't, I can't knock the hustle, but to me, it seems like these chicks are doing things and taking it to the extreme just to, to be chosen. Up. Yeah, just to be chosen. Just to be chosen. You know what I'm saying, G? And it's like, sister, listen, you don't don't, don't subject. That's come on, boo. Now I did see another post where the brother was like, "It's genius," because he was saying how black women are so ingenious and their survival tactics are so boo boo, and he just bigged it up like you know she's very smart. But at the same time, it's like you know, do you really need to be there if you're going to subject yourself to living in a van from Friday night to Sunday night or whatever, however long they stay there, you know? And I just wanted to point the the fact out that. You know, I remember growing up as a kid when the NBA All-Star Weekend was more about the actual athletics of the game and the association as opposed to the outside external things that took place. Yeah, you know, and that kind of takes away from it because we got children and we got young kids growing up that's viewing everything. And when they see these things rejected, it's like, the focus is taken away from what the actual event is always about. I mean, this is about the slam dunk contest, the team. Like, who won? Like, who won? Was it the East or the West? Like, I who have won? no idea. We don't even. Exactly. <laughs> that, that my point is. It's all about the party, and I'll leave man. It at that. And the slam dunk. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. There you go. But go ahead, my brother. I digress. I digress. Nah, nah. It's all good. It's all good, man. I mean, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, people doing a lot. But, you know, it's actually people that live in vans. Are you hip to that culture or have you watched any videos on that? My brother, I got family that live in trailer parks and have RVs. No, I'm, and talking, they, I'm they, talking about living like a damn, what's, what's, like a, something like a, I ain't going to say an astro. That's a rental old. van? You talking about like a rental like van? Like a church van. Somebody will take a church van and just gut it out and 
put a bed in there and some little cabinets from Walmart and shit, and that's it. And they go take showers at gyms, and like they might get a hotel room every now and then or something. I heard about that. I have, I don't know anybody personally, personally, but I have heard yeah. about that. Thing. It's one guy I yeah. follow, man. What's his name? Oh man, <laughs> something inspiration, inspirational, something inspirational nomad. I think his name is, but he lives in his car. And he has a whole story about how he had all this stuff and whatnot. And that's, this is just what he chooses to do. But he's in Florida living in his car. And I, I, I just couldn't do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's in Florida, especially when it's hot. That's oh, hot. Fuck hot that shit. Yeah, it's hot, man. Oh, no, I couldn't do it, man. But, yeah, he he lived in his car. There's a couple other people got YouTube shows where they live in their van or their car. Or even this one dude, he was living in a storage unit. <laughs> Wow, you mean that where you, oh wow, like a storage unit where you put your clothes and everything? Yeah, he would run a line through the hallway down to the union, and he'd be living in that joint. Yeah, but Drew, you know what? <laughs> oh, up here, right, I had to put, because I had a lot of records and stuff and equipment, mm -hmm. and I asked him about that. It, in New York, specifically, it's kind of like they make sure, because there's a large uh, homeless community here in New York. Mm -hmm. So at a certain time, they make a sweep and they go through the entire storage unit to make sure that there is nobody residing within those domains of those units. Right. Even though it's even though it's climate control and it's going to be adjusted to make sure whatever's in there doesn't get you know like let's say for example my records don't get warped or you know just whatever. But they go through and they make a sweep to ensure that nobody is inside the location when they shut down, whether it be 7 o'clock. Now, there are some locations that are 24 hours, but even with those, they make sweeps to make sure there's no human beings living or residing inside those locations. Yeah, they need to do, do that, though, because, you know, if that person has food in there, and you know, you're attracting rats and this, that, and the other, so you definitely don't want oh, nobody yeah, living in, in those storage units. You know, not no, at all. Definitely not. At not. All. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> So, all right, what we're going to do right quick is we are going to take a little break, and I'll be right back. In who we got? Who we got? Who we got? Rallo the Pimp? Who we got? Rallo the Pimp? <laughs> no Rallo this week, but he got a new album out there now, <laughs> Sunday Driver. Rallo the Pimp, Sunday okay. Driver, out there now on all streaming platforms. You can check that out. But uh, we're going to do it. one of these drums and shit forever, man. I love this shit. Um, anyway, um, if I make a mistake... I'm just gonna keep on going. I'm gonna make a mistake. I'm gonna make a mistake because um, I don't have any of these things recorded in here. So I'm just like, I'm pushing buttons over here. I'm pushing buttons over here. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Something like this.
You are listening to the Scramble Live Podcast. Oh boy, did I fuck that up. <laughs> yeah, so we back, yo. <laughs> yo, <laughs> love that, love that. Let me tell you the irony of you playing that. Why is that? What's up? You, the, the irony of you playing that, a lot of people may not notice, but the, uh, the original author, creator, copyright composer of that tune is Bob James. Mm-hmm. A white guy who has a lot of soul, who has contributed a lot. And the of name of the sample is Mardi Gras, by the way. Go ahead. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And he has Nautilus. He has other things that he's contributed to. But the, long story short, I had. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Post. Was that Mardi Gras or Nautilus? The one he just used on this thing here? Uh, I know. think that was Nautilus. Okay, okay. Not, that bad. was Nautilus. From wrong. Mardi Gras, skadoom doom. Mardi Gras, skadoom doom. Ding, 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 ding. That's the, the one DMC I think of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Correct. So, long story short, the irony of you playing that is that I just yeah. recently, maybe within 24 hours, because he hit me back today, I posted something on my storyline, and he hit me back. It was so, to have a legend like that acknowledge, you know, the fact that his work is out there and, and, and is being appreciated by hip-hop oh, yeah. artists. But I know I know he just signed up with, not just, but he's he's got he's got an alignment or an affiliation with this thing called TrackLib. Not that we promote anything here on, you know what I mean, Scramble Life, but that's a location where you can go and sample things where you don't have to pay anything. It's free sampling. And okay. for a hip-hop artist, producer, it's kind of like, wow, we can sample without having to get a copyright and pay somebody and pay a lawyer and pay this. and do. It's incredible to me the fact that he reached back out to me and acknowledged the fact that I posted something with his song on it. So big up to Bob James. Big up to Bob James. Yeah, he got some dope shit, man. Actually, I've taking the time over the last year or so to go on what now is called the YouTube music thing to just dig up his catalog and listen to different things. He got some interesting shit, man. You want to check him out? You want to check out some Roy Ayers? Uh, who else is in that vein? Uh, Grover, Grover Washington yes. Jr. Yeah. So many people, man. They got some dope music that's not talked about because it's, it's not regular format radio music and, uh, Especially in markets like this, like you just don't hear that shit. And yeah, it's very mm-hmm. unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. But check it out. So what we gonna do right now is what we gonna do, G. What we gonna do? Um, you know what? Something like this. Come on, G. Come on, G. We with you, baby. We with you. Uh, Woo! Is what you need. Come on. Oh, we're going right into it. Let's go, baby. Scramble life, scramble life. What you going to do? Come on, come on. Put your hands together. Sing along, sing along. What you gonna do? Give you 50 shades of it. Boom. 50 shades. We still ain't put that boom. I love you. I know. You gotta get that boom. That that's so, the explosion is gonna make it impactful for the people. Mm-hmm. Yo, G, but I gotta say your notes sound, did you get some did you get some vocal training since the last episode? Because you sound like you're now in key and tone and you're right in the pocket. I think that you really we gotta re record that. <laughs> We record what? 
we got to re-record that, remaster it with your vocals on it because you sound like you are really in the pocket with what's happening with that song. No, I really ain't. I don't know. <laughs> Hold up, though. You know what? I just thought about something else right quick. Let me see right here. Okay, because people on. people don't understand. It's funny that you said vocals. Now, the guy that's saying that is a vocal coach. Really? See the irony? Come on, let's go. This week's so, show is called Iron. Hold up. Before we get into... Before we get into the teacher sex, we're going to do this right quick. Just just because. Take us there. Take us there. Dude. She said she wanted 50 shades DJ of gold. Superhero flow. Love is descriptive. Towing in the darkness. Wetness in a kiss. True erotic bliss. Chaotic in the mist. True exotic features. God's perfect creature. Body so fresh. Soft to the caress. Wrap so tight. It's firm when I press. You a killer in a dress. Relieve all the stress. Daddy little angel. Devil in the flesh. Hell has no passion like a princess in a fashion. Diamond studded lashes. Yeah, you the classiest fancy chick. Take you out balling on that fancy shit. Or we chill at the crib and watch some Netflix. And I'ma give you 50 shades of it.
So that's where that Fifty Shades shit come from. It came from that song right there. That's that's by Jerome Golden Schwartz, and it was released this year. Mm. It's a six song EP called I might pronounce the last word wrong, but it's Bella Figura, F I G U R A, and that's on all no, streaming you- platforms. And he's out of Gary, Indiana, by the way. Can you pronounce that last name again for us, please? <laughs> Jerome Golden Schwartz. G-O-L-D-E-N-S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z-E. Jerome Golden Schwartz. Mister, is this the stage name or the actual name of the artist, please? Let us know. Disclose that information. We need to know. <laughs> you have to ask him. Well, is there a photo of this guy or girl? <laughs> Who, I mean, come on. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Jerome Golden Schwartz. Mm. Man. We'll see. The listeners, we want to know, man, because to me, and I know I can speak for most of the listeners, that sounds like a German name, mm. honestly. But it sounds like That's- a soulful singer. And as we all know, a lot of these Caucasian white folks sound soulful nowadays. I mean, Amy Winehouse, the other girl, uh, I I forget their names, but there's a lot of people, Justin Bieber, or some people say him, or what's the other guy's name? Justin Timberlake. So we all know that they can be camouflaged within the sound of soul. Yeah, That's the only reason why I'm asking. No, it's definitely a black dude. Yeah, it's definitely a black dude. That's uh. Well, the, the singer, I think his name is A.J. Evans. But the artist that, that was rapping is Jerome Golden Schwartz. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. I uh, see what you're saying. Uh, I understand completely. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, so that's that, man. So let's get into this teacher sex right quick. Uh, we, we digress let's go, baby. quite a bit. All right, so former Beatrice educator researched sex with minors, other topics before arrest. Now, this is interesting. Now, this is a fresh case, I think. Uh, She was arrested last week. Now, her name is Casey Schaefer. Now, she's 28. All right. Now, it's kind of a short run on this one, but we're going to get into it because she was trying to be very strategic in what she does with her whole plan. So this comes out in Lincoln, Nebraska. A former paraeducator at Beatrice Public Schools searched online for information about sexual minors and affairs before her arrest. So according to court documents, uh, Casey Schaefer, 28, was arrested last week for enticement and child abuse charges. Child abuse charges. Mm. Authorities are investigating a potentially inappropriate relationship between Schaefer and a 14-year-old she was reportedly able to have one-on-one contact with during school hours. Boy, oh boy. Investigators say Schaefer's husband tipped them off <laughs> the contact between Schaefer and the boy. Wait a minute. You there? Hello. I'm listening. I'm listening in, baby. Right, I'm, right, I'm right. trying to get... I'm trying to get the facts because I don't want to make no prejudgment on what's happening here. Let me get everything. So this is the interesting part. Investigators said Schaefer's husband tipped them off to contact between Schaefer and the boy, saying she had uh, been acting differently in recent months. So Schaefer's husband, am I correct? Let's get it back because a lot of people listening, they might Schaefer's 
husband tipped off oh, the yeah. popo in regards. Okay, let's go. I'm with Correct. you. So, according to court documents, Schaefer's husband told investigators Schaefer had uh, possibly been video chatting with the boy while talking hours. Wait, wait, wait. By taking hour long showers. So did you say videotaping yeah, and recording? So just oh, put your, go. Let's go back to grammar school. Let's go to the high school, freshman year or eighth grade. Yes, yes. Let's let's go. Let's go. Imagine video chatting with your fucking teacher when she in the shower. Could you imagine how crazy that shit is? That does not happen, my brother. That's a different level, my brother. All right, Come so on, she was brother. in there. She was, she was taking. Uh, she was. Uh, in the shower for an hour, and they was video chatting, and then it says here, quote, with her radio turned up loud in the window shade pulled. He also told investigators Schaefer looked up things on her phone, including, quote. Look, hold on, look what? All right, so she's trying to be smart. So she's basically her whole plan was if I do get caught, I kind of know how it's going to go. So that's. Just how triggered her mind was and how focused her mind was on doing this shit and continuing to do it. So she's researching all these different things here. So investigators said Schaefer looked up things on her phone, including, quote, the criminal act of having sex with a minor. That was one. The other one is the truth. Yeah, the truth about age difference and relationships. Let me say that one again. The truth about age difference and relationships. When do boys start producing sperms? Oh my God! Oh my God! We need to get that. Oh my God! We, need, we gotta get that. In there. Then we need that sound Come on, bro! Come on now! She planning on you looking doing... up? You looking up some spicy stuff, baby? <laughs> but see, this is this is her visualizing. She's like getting it all together, dude. She's like playing this shit out, and this yo, just hold, goes hold, to show go, how uh, crazy. Yo, G, I got. I'm sorry. We got. I got to take a break. I'm gonna go pour me a drink. <laughs> this one. Woo! She looking it up. She this is premeditated, bro. All right, all right, all right. This is you all know, premeditated no, right no, here. No, you know what? I'm gonna let you go ahead and pour you a drink. Cause while you doing that, I'm just gonna turn on a little something right here. Um, this is yeah, Chuck Brown. Yeah, I, Chuck Brown featuring his baby girl KK. And now before of, you do that, up? before you do that, let me. Can I ask you? Is her age between thirty and forty five? We gonna get into that when we get back. Oh, we right, already said her age. Up. We already said it. It's well, actually, it's, that's it's, how I'm trying to remember. It's 20, it? 28, so she's right on the line. But she's a little Ooh, early with it, and she got a different program. But I, go I ahead. Did. Go ahead and get your yeah. get your drink, and uh, we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, I love to see your 
pretty face in my show I've been around the world from London to Chicago But I ain't never met a girl like you Shorty you could look into my eyes I said she heard I was a crazy guy I hit and run the Georgie Porgy tight You like to kiss the girls and make them cry I told her don't believe the hype cause I'm cool Enough about me, let's talk about you I'm gonna get to know you and make you my boo And that's what a good DJ does. The DJ don't play what's on the radio. Yeah. He play what's not on the radio to make you rock. And yeah. let me tell you something. By you playing that, that let me know. Because we all know Dougie Fresh, the show, that was inspired by DC and Go-Go. Yeah. But I also heard remnants of, even though Teddy Riley produced the show, that's the New Jack Swing. Before it was New Jack Swing, that's really Go-Go. Go-Go is mm-hmm. really an implement inside of New Jack Swing. And I also heard some remnants of New Orleans in there, bro. 
Yeah, music is so powerful. It's very powerful. That go go is interesting because that's a mixture of just everything. And who 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 were we listening to again? That was Chuck Baby. That's the name of the song. Chuck Baby don't give a fuck. <clears throat> so that's Chuck. Love, that's I Chuck. Love. That's Chuck Brown, featuring his daughter KK, and that song was featured on one of the albums. That's on. Uh, well, let's see, we're about the business. Chuck Brown. It came out in two thousand and seven. So yeah, go get that man his flowers right now please, because that's please, party please, music please. right yeah, there. That's oh, party Chuck. step music right there. Oh, to the ultimate. Yeah, Chuck Brown got some shit actually. You now I hate doing shows where we go music heavy. I know, I know, but the people got to know, G. And when I you know. play stuff like that, it's only because your knowledge and your history has, a, it's like an encyclopedia library of the music that black culture sure and American is. culture, <clears throat> let's say American and global culture, they, they adapt, they extract from what we do, man. That's, D.C. is not even considered a, a, a union. <laughs> That's just a piece of, of a piece of the place of where we all reside here in the United States. But Love to DC. know that that kind of music comes up out of that, they got to be recognized, bro. Yeah. So we'll get into some Chuck Brown at the end of the show. So what we're going to do right, right cool. now is we're going to jump back into this teacher sex situation. So, oh, girl, was crazy. But before I do that, What's before up? I do that, let, let me let the people know what I mixed up together. Yeah, so hold on. What did you mix? <clears throat> all right. So I took it old school. I, I, I went back to the... Uh, you know, 1993, 94 days, Tupac days. I got me a little couple of ice cubes with some Hennessy. Not the VSOP, not the fancy stuff. Regular Hennessy uh-huh. with a little splash of Coke. That's all. That's cool. That's what we doing, baby. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. No what you got, G? Did you mix something up or you just you just chilling today? <laughs> you don't want to know what I got. All right. All right. So all right. It, it you is. Just go, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what deep, it is. Deep chilling, y'all. Deep chilling. All right. <laughs> so yeah. So basically, getting back to old girl here. Uh, for the people that's just tuning in, her name was Casey. Twenty eight year old. Twenty eight years old, and, and she was married. So she had a thing for a fourteen year old boy. But other than that, she was really trying to understand that whole culture of being an adult teacher messing with a student. So she was researching all different types of things online. Uh, the criminal act no, of gee, having not sex to, with not a minor, you, dude, but I gotta put, the, I gotta the truth about difference in relationships and things like that. What's up? Just the fact that she's 28 and the young boy was 14. Mm-hmm. You know, I would play a song called I'm in love with the girl. Nearly try, you know, but that's this on the opposite end because she's older and then he's a young dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I digress. Once again, I digress. It's so the Hennessy Sh- and Coke, baby. So Schaefer also allegedly exchanged messages with the boy where she agreed mm. to meet him in a bath. Could you imagine that? At 14. So Gage County Attorney, attorney uh, Roger Harris told Channel 8 Eyewitness News <laughs> he's awaiting further investigation from law enforcement before making a decision to file charges. He said there is currently no information indicating that there are other victims. And, of course, the school district is sorry that it happened, blah, blah, blah. Same fucking script we get every time when this shit go down. Is she, is she, will she be considered a rapist or no? At this point, because I know he's under 18, uh, but he's 14. Uh, okay. He's under 16. Would fuck, that be rape? Where the fuck did That's the, the rape, charges bro. go? It was the charge. Yeah. Did they list the charges here? Yeah, that might be rape, bro. 
What state is this again? What state is this? No, this is coming out of Nebraska. <clears throat> oh, no, nah, that's cool. In Nebraska, nah, we do. I mean, not that I'm in Nebraska, but no, nah, that's normal, baby. That's what we do out All there. All right, here you it go, go right here. That or you got cows and horses. She was arrest, arrested for enticement and child abuse charges. Oh, no, child abuse is different. Yeah, I mean, not sex offender. I don't want to see how different states have different laws, right. bro. This is interesting, right? Wow. Very that's, interesting. That's up in Nebraska. So that's that Florida right homegirl there. was it, doing 12 years. She was doing 12 years. The last week episode, she, I think she got 12 years in Florida. She ain't bad looking either, though. I'm looking at her, Beatrice. Well, hold on. What's her yeah, name? You need to stop it. You need, you yeah. need to stop it, bro. Casey Schaefer. Okay, she's 28. All right, it is what it is. Just keep me safer, baby. Keep me safer, baby. Keep me safe. <laughs> so that's that one. Uh, let's see what else we got here in the world of teacher sex. Catholic school teacher, 36. Named. Oh, Kool- we got another one? Yes, yeah, another one. So she's 36. Oh. And she's been named the coolest school teacher. She was busted for a sex romp with teen boy student. All right. Uh, this is kind of an older piece, but it's still out there. Her name is Bridges. Bridges Sapira. She said to have had a sexual intercourse with her student 17 in his car about 60 times. These bitches, these teachers is horny, B. They don't pay them enough. That's they, the problem. And they always the same age, man. She's 36. Oh, man. 25 to 40. That's what it is. Yeah. 25 to 40, B. Yeah. Come on. We know the demographic. Yeah. I'm going to have to do a school appearance and just go see which teachers are under the age of. Yeah, no, listen, B. We know what it is. Yeah, raise, like, raise your joke. hands, please. <laughs> <laughs> Who's 25 to 35 in this joint? For real, B. You know, who's 25? Yo, did it say, because some of the, yo, yo, G, some of the stories let us know what classes or, uh, you know, what they're teaching. This one doesn't explain or show that, right? All right, here we go. A New Jersey Catholic school teacher and girls lacrosse coach has been Catholic arrested. Catholic school, they ain't going so, it's a wrap, it's a wrap. Has been arrested and charged with a protracted campaign of sexual mm. assaults of one of her male students, starting when the boy was seventeen. So okay, in, he in, older. He older. Yeah. So in her mugshot, he's still a kid though. In her mugshot, following her arrest on Wednesday, Bridget Sapira, thirty-six, looks uh, every. Bridget, bit I'm sorry, Bridget. Who don't just fly past that name, Bridget? Who? So the consumers, the, the listeners, will know. Sapira. 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 Okay. S i p e r a. Okay. Looks Thank every you. bit of uh, the chast and chastened school mom, uh, complete with tidy hair, pearl earrings, and pale pink sweater. Hmm. Alright, so, but as far as prosecutors are concerned, that Sapira, who lives in Cherry Hill and until this week was a teacher at Camden Catholic High School has committed second degree sexual assault. Let me say that again. Second degree sexual assault and endangered the welfare of a child for her ongoing um, predation of the boy. Mm-mm. All right, so that's that Mm-mm. part right there. And see, uh, the teacher running with the law for history. All right, now the Catholics' uh, teachers running with the law where her history of sexually assaulting was concerned 
Let's see, it was a concern and began earlier this month. Uh, that's why the boy first told detectives. Okay, then check this shit out. The boy first told detectives about the Catholic teacher and the sexually abused uh, situation. So he he told the police. Oh, he did. What happened? Why he told? How did he seventeen? Knows? I don't know. Something crazy. He said that Superior began preying upon him. In January 2019, okay, that the two of them had sex inside his car while parked at various places in Cherry Hill, including in front of her house and her mother's house. Mm. All told, there were about 60 sexual encounters between the two. At the time, Superior began sexually assaulting him. Uh, the boy was in the teacher's class at a New Jersey Catholic school in Cherry Hill, like I already said, so that's that. All right, the abuse will continue for about 14 months. So that shit went on for about a year. He was banging his... Sorry, I'm sorry you had to encounter that, young man. I'm sorry you had to encounter 14 man, months look. of sex with your teacher. Right. <laughs> the Catholic teacher remained the boy's teacher through March of this year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When schooling was interrupted by the COVID-19 pandemic. So, okay, so this was like... Last year, basically. So about a year or so, she was running this cat. So New Jersey's okay. New Jersey's age of consent law stipulates that a minor who is at least 16 but younger than 18, as the boy was when, okay, that the boy, as the boy was when the alleged sexual abuse began, cannot legally consent to sex with a teacher. And then, of course, there's the Catholic Church's weight Weighty disapproval and a whole bunch of other uh, other shit about extramarital sex and this, that, and the other. So that's another part of the situation. So the Catholic oh teacher has God. suffered quite the fall from grace <laughs> for her alleged sexual abuse with the boy. All right, so that goes into that. And that's pretty much that story right there. So this is Bridget Shapiro. And Bridget Shapiro. She was 36. She don't look as good as the last one, though. But she was a stalker. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that. So that's this one. No, no, no. G, G, before up? you go to the next one, you got the next one, right? Let me see. You know yeah. what? We don't oh, have, yeah. I, I, you know what? I don't have a next one, but I got an interesting story. And this shit. Okay, crazy. but before you get to that, before you get to that, let's just real briefly acknowledge and identify the fact that the older chicks. And it, it, to me, we older than them, but 35, 36, they the older teachers. But the 28-year-old teacher went on Google and did her research and knowledge about right. sperm and all. Like, you got to understand, like, we're dealing with a different type of, and these are 28-year-olds. Imagine the 14-year-olds, the 12 year it, Yo, it's a different world out there, G. This is incredible. Yeah. What I would really like to do, what I would really like for us to do, and anybody out there that's listening is to understand the mindset because what triggers these teachers at these specific ages to do what it is they are doing or planning or plotting, premeditating what it is they're going to do. Right. The husband is lacking something. The husband something. is lacking something. But you know something. what? I, I think with a lot of these situations, 
Seriously, I think they get bored with their husbands like after the first fucking year. Because you know how the world's set up now. But they're young. They're they, young. That's, that's why. Another, because that's, they're that's young. Another, that's another thing, too. They're young. So you have situations where these young girls, you got all these people they done met in high school and college and traveling around the world and shit. Come on now, man. Like I always say, that damn Facebook is an open portal to fuck with anybody you ever fuck with your life, in your life. <laughs> and new people, too. So, yeah. It, it, yeah. I call Facebook rekindling. Rekindling oh, situation. All day. All day. But we can talk about that another week. We can talk about that forever, right? Oh, my God. You're right. You're right. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. So check this out. So a teacher got indicted for sex trafficking. That just ain't got nothing to do with teacher sex, but it do. I don't know. Oh, my God. You said trafficking, bro? No, yeah. that's different. No, no. So this that's, one, that's not a laughing matter. That's not a laughing matter. Trafficking is different. Yeah, so this one down in Augusta, Georgia. A federal grand jury has indicted a, grant, a Graniteville South Carolina teacher on additional federal charges related to the initial allegation that charged him with transporting a minor across state lines for sex. Mm. So Jonathan Eugene Grantham, 45 years old of Graniteville, South Carolina, Carolina is named in a four count indictment charging him with sex trafficking of a minor uh, coercion and enticement of a minor to engage in sexual activity, travel with intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct and transportation with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity, said David H. Estes, acting U.S. Attorney for the South District of Georgia, basically. So the sex trafficking charge carries a minimum penalty upon conviction of 15 years in prison. So let me say this again. The sex trafficking charge carries a minimum penalty upon conviction of 15 years in prison and a maximum penalty of life in prison. So they do have the possibility to put max. Hold on, hold on. Gee, gee, no, don't you know. Whoa, whoa. You can't just roll past that quick. Repeat that last life. I heard life. Life is a possibility. Hold on, repeat that whole last phrase, please, brother, so the, everybody can understand what that how serious this charge is. The sex trafficking trafficking charge carries a maximum or a minimum penalty upon conviction of fifteen years in prison and a maximum penalty of life in prison. There is no parole Jesus. in the federal system. No parole. Yeah, the federal. Yeah, we all know. I mean, not everybody knows that, but if you know anybody that's been in feds, there's no parole. So hold on, gee, how old was this minor? How old is that? Is that disclosed again? Oh, uh, let's see here. Oh man, so life. Just, that's a serious job. Yeah, just for man. Look, so the protection of innocent and vulnerable children is of paramount importance to our office at Acting U.S. Attorney Estes. Uh, we applaud the hard work of the FBI, blah, 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 at this time of his arrest in February. Grantham mm -hmm. was employed as a teacher at Ridge Spring Moneta High School in Ridge Spring, South Carolina. A U.S. District Attorney uh, Grand Jury returned an indictment with the additional okay. charges last week. So they put additional charges mm. in that whole situation. So Additional charges. Yeah, so basically this all went down. He picked her up. Uh, or her or him up in July 2019 
uh, taking a minor across state lines to engage in prostitution. The indictment alleges that Grantham recruited, enticed, harbored, transported, provided, obtained, maintained, patronized, and solicited by any means <clears throat> in an affecting interstate commerce. Minor victim one. Okay. Knowing and in reckless uh, disregard of the fact that the minor victim one had not attained the age of 18 years and that the minor victim one would be caused to engage in commercial sex act. And it goes into a whole bunch of other shit right there and the FBI in Atlanta and da 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 da. So, yeah, the person's or the kid's name was never or the age. This is Atlanta, right? Yes, in ATL. There we go. This is a female or a male? They don't say, because, you know, it's a kid. Exactly. See, that's what I'm saying. See? Wow, G. Yo, G, I got to applaud. I, we got to get some hand claps, too, because the research that you do, a lot of people take it for granted, but you expose and disclose a lot of information that a lot of the listeners would not be privy to if not for you bringing it to the forefront and the attention. And... You know, a lot of times you try to be funny, we laugh. This is a good-hearted show. We scramble life. But at the same time, you know, the trafficking of childs or children, I should say, mm -hmm. it, that's, that's really a big problem. So for you to bring that to the forefront, brother, I applaud you, man, because we got to stop that. A lot of times I go, and I know we all do, even though we don't like to admit it, I go on Walmart, but I stop. You know what I'm saying? I stop and I look at that wall of the people and the children, really, in my neighborhood that are missing, going missing, that's child trafficking right there. Yeah. That's child trafficking. You know, we don't get serious a lot of times on the show, but that's something I, we should take seriously, just as folk of the community, to protect the children. They wasn't asked to be born. Yeah. They was not asked to be born. So when somebody come in and just extract them out of their love and put them in a situation where they're going to be abused and used and trafficked, that's, we got it. Yo, G, I applaud you on that, my brother. All right, thank Seriously, you. Seriously. Uh, you know what? In a lot of this shit that goes on like this, you don't even hear about a lot of it. Be honest. You know what? It, it goes down. You know, these dudes out here pimping young girls is just, it's messed up. I mean, as, mm -hmm. as an adult, you do what you want to do with your body. You understand what I'm saying? And that's my view. Mm -hmm. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you must you might need somebody to manage that shit for you. Let's be honest. But, um, you know, fire is... What? You need a manager, man. You know, no. No. <laughs> no. no, I'm not talking about for kids, believe me. Like, that, that's just totally wrong. Over 18, you're talking about. If you're over 18, you <laughs> yeah, need management. Yeah, I'm not talking about 18, no kids. you need management. No, no, right, no. Okay, all right. No, that's no, 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 That's the no-go. But I'm saying. No, 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 no. He said no, 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 no. She was only 17. 17. But she was sexy. You know what we're talking about, G. Come on. No, but seriously, let me. I'm a, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm gonna clarify what I was saying. If you, uh, a woman or a man is a dope <laughs> and they want to be out there selling themselves, seriously, <laughs> they might need somebody to manage this shit, man. You know what I'm saying, man? They might need somebody to manage I got it. You. That's all I'm saying, because people got to make money, and it's a reason why they out there hoeing. Or, but I'm not saying like. It's cool for a dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
We got him over. We don't got. I got him. He hooked up now. Now you think he can't stop, baby? Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it's cool for a dude to just be controlling somebody though, like beating the ass and, and all that shit. You know, I'm not saying that. So, 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 so. Let me tell y'all what G trying to say. G trying to say, even though he laughing and giggling, abuse in any form or manner. It's not. That's not accepted. It's not no, tolerated no, no, because no, no. someone's being I'm abused. Not, not, not that's that. just not the case. Mm-mm. But when you're a grown adult and you need guidance, instruction, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, you know something to where you need like maybe a manager to help you, you know, be mm-hmm. successful in whatever field you choose to do, mm-hmm. that's okay. That's appropriate. But when you're a minor. And you know that that's not cool. That's what G is trying to say, y'all. Yeah, thank you for clearing that up for me. <laughs> Indeed. Right. All right. So that's that. Um, what we gonna do right now? So um, that was three. That was three teacher sex segments. Well, no, it, it that was two teacher sex where he had direct sex with the student and the other one was just some random shit I, I saw the story okay, and right. I said you know what this is an interesting piece so I know it has right, nothing to okay. do with teacher sex so I said I was just going to run that one by everybody today because that was kind of interesting where he was a teacher and also he was man he was pimping basically and it is what basically, it is basically I mean he took a federal term right there yeah pretty much and that's some shit you don't yeah. want to play with man not at all Yep, so that's that right there. And uh, what we're going to do right now is we're going to get into the next segment of the show, a little something like this, y'all. Uh, woo! Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Come on. Uh, come on. All right. So we're back again with another work life story. So this one comes yeah, out of yeah. I think this comes out right. of the uh, New York City area. MTA worker fired after using. Oh, my area. That's my area. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Let's go. MTA worker fired after using sick time for Atlantic City getaways. Wow. Hold on. What date was this? When was this? All right. So between January 2018 and March 2020, the MTA worker took approximately 70 days of leave. (laughs) That's too much, bro. That's too much. (laughs) So it says his luck ran out. (laughs) So (laughs) So an MTA worker was fired after abusing paid sick leave over several mm. years to spend extended weekends gambling at the casino in Atlantic City, according to a report from the from the Jeez. Office of Inspector General Carolyn <laughs> Picorni. <laughs> oh, man. So the new former employee, the now former employee, a traffic checker for the New York City Transit, uh, not identified by name in the documents, crapped out <laughs> after running the scam, at least between March. Hold on, hold on. You said crapped out. They say crapped out. They crapped out. They, right. yeah. they played him, right? <laughs> so basically, yeah, played, he, he was doing this between March 2018 and February 2020. So basically, yeah, about he got about two years out that joint. So he pocketed yeah. he pocketed somewhere between 75 hours and six pay, which is the equivalent of thirteen hundred and eighty dollars, uh, according to the report, to be released later Monday. Right. 
Now, the grifter who was hired by New York City T in 2007 uh, first applied for and was granted paid sick time under the Family Medical Leave Act in 2017, citing a serious health condition not specified in the documents gambling. All right, so between January 2018 and March 2020, uh, the worker took approximately 70 days of leave under the act, but on at least a dozen occasions. Wow. All right, so he actually spent the time uh, playing the slots at Elaine City's Tropicana Resort and Casino, according to the probe. Uh, Investigators reviewed hotel records from the Tropicana as well as activity on the worker's gold player card that showed that he stayed overnight at the casino roughly once a month and tried to beat the one-armed bandits. Whoever the fuck that is. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Who is that? That's the slot machine, one-armed bandit. When you just pull oh, them okay, down okay, trying okay, to win. Okay, I got you. Ah. <laughs> so on at least 12 occasions... The worker used the FMLA to start his weekend giveaways a day early or end them a day late. Investigators found so they got they just tracked all his shit through all the cars and everything. So all told, for those days, the worker cashed in for approximately seventy five hours until the FMLA to the tune of about one thousand three hundred eighty dollars, which I already mentioned. So let's see, he's under a question by the investigators. He was confronted with evidence about what he was doing on multiple occasions. Uh, In Atlantic Mm -hmm. City, beyond his weekend, the worker admitted to sometimes staying late with experiencing side effects from his medication. So serious that they prevented Mm -hmm. him from traveling, the reports continues. So let me see what else this guy got That's a good story, though. That's nice. I was down there, and based off the medication I took, I can't travel back because Atlantic City is about an hour and a half, two hours from right. New York. I don't want to crash. That's why I stayed. That's a good alibi. <laughs> they said this employee didn't just gamble in the casino while calling out sick. He gambled his job. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's a, yeah. So that's that one right there. Uh, you know. People, man, take advantage of that sick time and all that shit. I mean, use it because it's there definitely, but don't go crazy with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and don't go gamble. I mean, they watching you. If you took yeah. 70 days is what? That's three months. That's more than three months. Am I right? I don't know. My math is all, but 70 days yeah. is 30 days in each month. 30, 30, 30. That's 90. That's almost. Like that, that's yeah. Almost, yeah. Come yeah. on, bro. Come on. Bruh. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. kind of injury? What what kind of injury are you complaining? Why are you out sick? Yeah. If so, you don't need to be two and a half hours away from where you live. Come on, if you if you bedridden. Yep. That's right. So it is what it is, man. Uh, let's see what else we got. Scramble here. life is what it is. Scramble, scramble life. Yeah, every, every, scramble everybody out life. here scrambling. That's why it's called the scramble life. You scrambling some way, somehow. That's right. Scramble, scramble, scramble. So it is what it is. So let's see what we're going to get into next right here. We're going to spend a lot of time on this one today.
installment of nightclub violence right here on the scramble life podcast episode number 18 <laughs> all day so we'll start with Atlanta, georgia i guess uh we just came out of all-star weekend and people were going crazy down there it was a lot of riding but gee, but gee chaos, for the people that for people that shit. don't know gee Gee, for people that don't know, let them know. Don't just go in. Let them know what All-Star Weekend is. This is not just, you know, All-Star Weekend is a major, major event. Yeah, it's a major event, a major, it's not even just an urban thing, but black people took something that was regular, as we always do, and turn it into something else. There you else go, thank the, you. The, Black the, people the, took it. Just right. like you got the, 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 CAA, go. the CAA weekend. That ain't just people there looking at basketball games. Come on now. It's like, yo, we going to go down there. Boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? It's so, freak dick for black people. When you talk about freak dick for black people. Mate. You know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah, that's basically mm-hmm. what it is. So you got all your parties going on, all your hip-hop artists and all the other celebrities. Let's make some money. Let's and, have some fun. Let's drink. Let's get it popping, yeah. baby. So that's NBA All-Star Weekend they have it every year <clears throat> around this time, February mm-hmm. or March. That's right. That's so right. So that's that. So they had it this year in Atlanta, Georgia. And Atlanta is already crazy because it's a big black market. You know, down south and been crazy. They, they never shut down from COVID. They never ever shut yep. down. So you talking Atlanta and uh, it was just crazy down there. So here in the country, we've had several situations over the last week where a lot of people just was, you know was fucking shit up. So let's see, right. popular Atlanta restaurant, club riddled with gunfire at the dispute. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see who this is, right quick. This one right here was in Atlanta, and this was earlier last week. Popular Atlanta restaurant club, Riddle. Eating plant-based is easy when it's this good. Calafia Farms makes deliciously creamy and super versatile plant milks that are oh so easy to love. Whatever your reason for going dairy-free, make it delicious with Calafia Farms. Now to other stories we're following tonight. Let's get you up to speed. All right, I apologize, everybody. You know what? I'm not even going to edit that shit out of here. I'm going to leave it in. Hello? Yeah, yeah, you can leave it in. We can edit it out the show. It's all good. I don't care. <clears throat> that shit take too much work. Time. <laughs> 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 so, hold up. It was uh, a dispute at Atlanta restaurant. Proceeded, uh, proceeded a drive-by that damaged the property. Okay, so da 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 a lot of these stories, they don't mention the name of the businesses no more because they, you know, they try not to hurt them anymore. But that was down in Atlanta. That was one thing that went down. Um, let's see. Two dead, several injured in shooting at Claiborne County Nightclub. I don't even know where that's at. Or what city or state. Uh, cocktails, lounge, night shooting, nightclub shooting. Uh, that was around the first. I think that's down there in Jackson, some Tennessee or something. Police investigate triple shooting near Atlanta Strip Club. And that was a week ago. But it was other shootings and a shitload of them. I mean, it ain't even no need to go through all, all this shit over the place. Anything. I know all over Niggas the place. Niggas are shooting all over the place at clubs and, and everything like that. So, you know, if you go into any events like this, just please be careful. 
You know what I mean? Please um, be careful, y'all. Please be careful. Especially, it's not worth it. especially if you're out here at these clubs and they're playing all this wild-ass music. You know, just be careful and be on guard and know where all the exes are at and all that type of shit if you're fucking with these clubs. Two exits. At least two exits, because I know from history, <laughs> when you got one exit, that's where the problems is at, B. One exit, in, yo, one way in, one way out, yo, it's a problem. Problem. Yep. Right there. One way in, one way out is definitely a problem, man. So, check it out. We ain't got shit else to talk about this week because we was actually supposed to record yesterday. And we didn't do it because, you know, I'm doing The Purge Part 2 over here. And uh, I was just trying to get that together. But that was just a few things that went on in the nightclub violence sector of the show. And, I mean, it was just too much to talk about. If you want to look for it, uh, Google search nightclub violence and it will bring you up all the latest nightclub shootings and things of that nature. And we're going to do better things with that one because there's a couple of things I want to talk about that happened with nightclub violence where uh, certain entertainers talk were, about it. Certain entertainers were killed, <laughs> their managers were killed, or their security was killed. And just like, oh, man, like, that's like, deep. Like, like, entertainers or managers? Wow. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. So as promised, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play some more go-go music for you guys. Uh, go see. go! I think I'm gonna play one of my favorite ones by Chuck Brown. Uh, this one right here is called "Here We Go Again," and this is the Scramble Life podcast. You can email us at thescramblelife at gmail dot com. You can check us out on gmail stream, streaming platforms. Yeah. Scramble Life uh, gmail Google Podcasts, cool, iHeartRadio, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Spotify, anywhere, anywhere. Everywhere, everywhere you can find podcasts, we're there. So check it out, and uh, we're going to show a little something like this, y'all. Peace. Let me do it one more time. Whatever you do, big or small, do 
Y'all, we out of here. We out of here. We out of here. Yeah, yo, G, let them know. Let them know who that artist was, baby. Come on, that was Go Go, Mr. Chuck Brown, the legend. A legend, the legend. Don't just say Chuck. That's the legend, the baby. Legend. Y'all don't know. If you mm-hmm. want to check it out and do your research, Go Go and hip hop is in the same lane. And one outran the other for a certain reason. We'll get into that one day, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We out here. Synonymous. Synonymous with each other. Brother and sister, baby. We out of here. We out of here. We out of here. We out of here. Yeah. Yeah.